What is up, everybody? It's your girl, Savon, and you're tuned into I'll Grab the Wine. I'll Grab the Wine is a show for the girls and the gals who sometimes need a little wine to say what's on their mind. Here, we celebrate success, blackness, and womanhood. So get a glass and listen fast, and I'll grab the wine. I'll drink to that this evening. Y'all, I am so glad to be here. Okay, so let me give you a backstory. Uh, how was your week, first of all? I hope that y'all had a great week. Jumping right on into it, y'all. So last season, I did nothing but women from the Dallas, Texas area. And, you know, I sat with myself on that idea for a minute. First of all, that it was all women. And second of all, why did it have to be all Dallas, Texas? Like, I, I'm very appreciative of all the, the feminine talent that is here. But I was like, I, I love being here. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not even from here. So I can't even put some of my friends on my platform just because I'm limiting myself to, you know, my area. So then I was like, for season two, I went back to the drawing board. I was like, this ain't going to cut it because it's some girls back home that's killing it. And I just love that for them. And I would love to have them on my show. So when I went back to the drawing board for season two, this person that we're having on today, Stastiny, I couldn't think of anybody better to kick it off with somebody from back home because I was like, y'all, she's really been doing her thing. So um, before I bring her on, I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to the sponsors. So shout out to Papa's Tasty Foods. You can have whatever you want when Papa is in town and he'll be at the East Texas Jamboree this weekend. So make sure y'all go check out Papa's. It's P-A-W-P-A-W-S Tasty Foods on Instagram. All right. Fresh food, not fast food. If you're in the Dallas, Texas area, be sure to stop by Sankofa Kitchen, 4141 West Wheatland Road. Check them out on their website as well, www.sankofakitchen.com. For juicier products on I'll Grab the Wine, contact us today about advertising and sponsorship opportunities. Y'all, I'm so excited, so I'm not even going to delay anymore. Y'all, this is Stephanie. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Hey, girl. It's been a minute. It's been a long time. <laughs> Listen, so um, let me let her tell her about herself, and then we'll get into how I know her. Okay, go ahead. Tell everybody who you are, how they can find you, what you do. Well, my name is Stasney on the screen, at Stasney, S-T-A-S-S-E-N-Y. Uh, I rap. I'm a female rapper, I'm an entrepreneur, um, and I am a mother. So that's a little bit about me. And I'm from Austin, Texas, putting on for Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure, make it clear for the 512. <laughs> but y'all, so we actually went to middle school together. Yeah, we did. <laughs> that's how long this relationship has stood the test of times. We went to middle school together and I remember when she first did the talent show. I think it was, was you, were you, that was the eighth grade. That had to be the eighth grade. Cause in the seventh grade, we did it together. Yeah, we did. Or sixth grade. Sixth grade, we did it together. Lord have mercy. Y'all see, we, we got a lot going on. This is a lot of history going on right now. Shout out to us for keeping it, keeping in the loop for that long. But so she did the talent show in the eighth grade. And she did her, um, she did a remix to Waka Flocka, Oh, Let's Do It. <laughs> and like, that was probably one of the, like one of the best like versions of Oh, Let's Do It that was out, especially as an eighth grader seeing one of your friends on stage. 
Mm -hmm. So she had this line that said, I'll show you crumb bums how to get it done, hun. And I don't know why that has stuck with me for years. Do you hear me? I am over 20 and I was in middle school and I still know that line. And so now me and my son say that. Like I call him a crumb bum or he'll call me a crumb bum. It is like I'm talking about that was a golden line. I will never forget that. I love that. I don't love I love that you took it back here because um it just nowadays like some people they don't understand like the back history or like how far back you know I take this rap stuff. So um it's it's funny that she even brought that up. Like that was my first time actually recording a song, recording a song, getting into the studio and performing it in front of people, like letting people know like yeah, I did this. So yeah that's great and i just remember like when we were younger going to going to your house and seeing your dad and that he was rapping and then like you just coming from a family of artists so to see you kind of develop on your own and have your own style and be your own person it's like it's been great it's been real cool to watch because i've seen you go from like somebody who was kind of rapping to being a rapper and it's just like And yeah, she's being real modest right now. Um, she is an entrepreneur, y'all, and she has some gorgeous hair. Y'all need to make sure that y'all go and check it out. You know that bundleicious, that bundleicious. <laughs> you didn't know, now you know. Make sure y'all check her out. Y'all, her information is on the screen at Stacy on all social media platforms. Correct? Yes, everything. All right, y'all. So. Yeah, and we, girl, it's all right because mine will do the same thing in a second. Don't you, don't <laughs> you fret, all right? But um, no, you guys, so I'm really excited to have her on today. And we'll be talking about do what you got to do. And the reason we're going to be talking about that is because this life shit is just not easy. Um, It gets difficult. And sometimes the finish line seems like it keeps getting pushed back. I've been there before and I'm telling you that you can keep going. And so this is your gentle reminder. You've got to do what you got to do to get where you want to go. It will pay off. Just have faith. All right. So my first question for you today is, what is success to you? Like personally, what is, what is your personal success look like? Okay. Uh-huh. Go ahead. You finish. I'll, I'll let you finish. <laughs> you got it. Let's see. Let's answer that. Part one. Question one. Part one. Personal success. Like what I define as success is uh, really um, doing what you love and being it, being fulfilled with whatever you're doing. Um, just feeling like you're 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 gaining traction in whatever it is that you love to do, um, and that you feel accomplished in the things that you do. I think that that's success. Mm -hmm. So like. At what point in time would you call yourself successful? Um, I, I feel I feel that I am in a spot of success where I'm able to do what I love to do. And uh, I feel growth in every time I do something. There's always like growth there. So I'm like, this is I'm, I'm actually pretty successful in what I'm doing right now. Um, not necessarily saying that I've made it to where I my, my finish line, mm -hmm. but every little step, every small win is a big win, and that's success to me. It's those small like you know? and I and like I, consistency within yourself of whatever you're putting your your craft towards, uh, whatever it is that you love. If you're putting your all in it, then I feel like that's success. Yeah, um, I think it's like you said to add on to what you're saying is that 
success is definitely a journey. Um, it's not a destination. It's definitely like something that you continuously do, like different levels of successes. That's what you were saying. So yeah, you're not to like your main goal yet, but you got some wins under your belt. And I, I, I like that answer. I do. Okay. So the second part of that is what have you sacrificed to get to this personal success that you've, you're claiming that you have right now? Um, sacrifices is like sacrificing sleep, sacrificing time, sacrificing money, <laughs> sacrificing, um, sacrificing friendships, sacrificing, um, uh, there's just a lot of things that go into the sacrifices. Uh, sometimes I sacrifice, um, my energy, my sleep, <laughs> my sleep schedule is not healthy. Um, yeah, there's a lot of those things. Um, fun, sacrifice fun times. Like you mm -hmm. sacrifice, you know, uh, you know, just being out or some of the youthful years, you kind of have to sacrifice some of those, some of those fun times for a long time. Okay. So you went into it and I didn't even have to go there. Um, <clears throat> We're both younger mothers, not that we're young moms, but we're younger and we have children. Yeah. And um, I know that often I feel like I can't put this in like in your mouth, but I know often I feel like um, I sacrificed to be the best parent that I had to be or wanted to be. I sacrificed my youth and that's something that I, I, I feel bad for, but sometimes it gets to me that, yeah, I did. I, 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 I'm giving up all of my 20s, essentially to be a mom yeah. and sometimes it's heavy I'm not gonna lie it really is um but I was just wondering is that something that you ever feel um there's, so there's a balance so I've, I've learned to balance it so for a long time I have two now mm -hmm. so with my first uh child it was like you know I was all about him and just being mother 24 7 and so there wasn't a balance where it was like okay I could pursue my music um, because I really did put myself on the back, the back end for so long. Um, because a part of my journey, like, um, from graduating high school up until maybe a year and a half ago, I was not doing my music how I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um, but within the last year and a half, I was able to turn it up. But the balance that, that had to come with that is basically, I would say, first of all, knowing, knowing your limitations. Mm -hmm. um also having a support system i think my support system is the biggest you know the biggest uh they they could take most of the credit for everything that i can do because they mm -hmm. work so well with helping me balance everything out um but i think knowing that your kids are your biggest motivator pushes you to go even harder so not until i got pregnant with my second child is when i started going full force in because it's like okay i'm wasting time i feel like if i put my all in this the it'll be greater for them in the end yeah. um, now these kids <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> two, seconds, two seconds before logging in I, I had to turn the camera off because i'm running back and forth like be quiet. I had some get these kids quiet because I'm about to get on this car. <laughs> it's a balance. So, you know, I try to balance my schedule, knowing what I have, and then making sure it works for everybody else too. That, you know, my mom, whether it's my mom, my grandma, my mm -hmm. um, their dad even gets them on his time. And I try to, you know, schedule things when it's his weekend, but it's a balance. So, you know. I feel like we're definitely coming from a different perspective because I'm like hearing your story. It really, I'm I'm always happy for women who have a present uh, like co-parent. 
Mm -hmm. I'm always happy for that because if that were my situation, baby, trust. I feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel like I always have to be mom 24-7. But knowing that that's not true to me right now, um, and I I lean on my parents a lot more. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's like a a, (laughs) you get that that one. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to use this one help me out card right now because I might need this a little bit later. And so, you know, it's a lot of that that goes on with me personally. And um, I can speak for myself and maybe this is something that you've run into as well. But that led me to start saying, no, nah, I know that what I'm doing is right. I know that in my heart of hearts, what I'm doing right now is going to take me to the next level. And not only am I going to do this, but come on, son, you finna come see and let, and you're going to sit right next to me and I'm going to show you this is how you get it done. And I don't know if you've been in a situation like that, too. Yeah. Um. So a lot of my a lot of the times, like when I do get time to do certain things, so it might look like, oh, she's just living and have I really know. So the up until the point to where I have to step out, they are right here. So. I know little boys shouldn't be sitting while you're doing your makeup, but they're not even watching. My little baby is in the counter, in the cabinets, digging through stuff. I'm getting ready, but we, the hustle is like, your mama got to get to where she's getting, and y'all going to sit here until the last moment, until I'm ready to hop out on the stage or whatever it is. Like, we do that. Either trade off, somebody comes over and, you know, stays until I get back home, but it's like, I get my couple hours, come back home. Um, if I have to go to the studio, I my writing process, I write at home. I try to get as many songs done as I can. So when I go into the studio, I won't waste time in there. Like I can't sit in the studio for days at a time because I do have kids. So what the balance is, it's like, okay, when I get my little two hours, three hours, whatever, I'm going to go run to the studio real quick. Okay. Get my little songs done. Come right back, you know, balance it out. Um, me and their dad. So he does, we, we are on a schedule where, you know, bi-weekly he'll pick them up for the weekend. And uh, that, that, weekend helps you know it's not every day every other day but you know every other weekend helps in some way because my little card that I get over there uh that weekend the weekend how it plays out when they go with their dad is a little bit you know free for me Mm -hmm. so uh bad about running back as fast as I can and relieving grandparents girl or here, where you at? What's happening? Girl, have you seen that damn TikTok where that lady was like, "Don't, uh, don't ask me to do a motherfucking thing for your ass." Listen, I'll be like, "Oh my god, girl, you is tripping!" Like, I just literally went to brunch. Calm down, girl. Yeah, okay. uh, where you at? Uh, what time are you coming? Uh, you know, uh, y'all tired of that? Oh my god. <laughs> Ew. Ew. And I feel like I feel like you have to be like, hmm. if you're not a an active mom, you don't know what we talking about. <laughs> this don't resonate with you. Ooh, but if you are, listen, baby, your parents is not going to let you forget. <laughs> yeah, I actually got a lecture today because last night I had a show. <laughs> and I know it's a Tuesday. I know, but like, <laughs> oh, man, like, you know what you are. <laughs> Girl, you 
got to laugh to keep from crying because, baby, let me tell you, like, okay, we're going to go there real quick and I promise I'm going to bring it back because this is part of doing what you have to do, right? Yeah. Like, part of being a parent, part of being a mom is accepting that. Honestly, at first I thought it was me, mm-hmm. but the more that I talked to, like, some of my mom friends and homegirls and associates, I realized, like, it's a thing amongst parents that, like, no, they just want to be grandparents. And they not even the same grandparents that was, like, back then. They, like, a new age grandparent. And they don't want to keep them grandkids, like, for long, good, and they need, and when they need and have to. Yeah. yeah. And if mom, like, no offense, like, my mom, will, she loves her grandkids. Like, she said, I love my babies. They're so precious. I love <laughs> them but i need to sleep too i'm like okay i'm talking about and so like part of doing what you have to have to do for me what i'm learning is biting that bullet like i know that in my heart of hearts what i'm doing right now is even if it's for my leisure i have to do that because like it makes me feel better. It makes me feel confident. It makes me feel like, you know, I'm still youthful mm-hmm. and I still got it. Shit. And sometimes I need that. Yeah. And so, and then there's another side of it of doing what I got to do and biting that bullet as well is where I'm like, I'm actually going out here and working. And if it, it would be real different if I was out here gallivanting, but I know I'm not. And because I know I'm not, um, I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you say to me, whatever you say to me bounces off and sticks on you, girl. Go ahead, go now. Thank you for your help. Let me give you a little $20 bill so you can keep going now, girl. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm making all this connection. Like, I'm excited with my work and I get back and it's like. Wow. Girl, why we make the same face? Because, yeah. That's how we y'all. <laughs> Yeah, let me gather my things. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it is definitely part of doing what you have to do. Um, uh, I, I think the most beautiful thing about being a parent is what you said earlier, mm-hmm. is that I look at my son and I say, I got to go hard. Yeah. Oh. Like, all day. No medium. Like, I look at you and you deserve the world instead of what I'm like. I know that I'm capable of it. Mm-hmm. I can't half step this because you don't deserve that. Right. So it's what you said for real, for real. Yeah. It's, it's real. Like looking at your child. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a whole different type of sacrifice when you think about your children um, and like where you're trying to go. It's like, okay, so I got to put these moves together because I got, uh, so many more youthful years left and like you know i gotta make sure i'm putting my all into it before it's too late but there could be but shoot i know as long as you push and make them sacrifices listen and let me tell you something i don't care how many times i turn 25 okay <laughs> That's my business. That ain't nobody else's business, girl, girl. Anyways, next question. Um, so do you ever get discouraged on your journey as a musician or a parent? Um, as a musician, parent, no, I don't get discouraged. I get um no, I don't get discouraged as a parent. I feel like as a parent, I see my children grow. I think that that's the most rewarding thing. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it does get a little draining. Sometimes it weighs a lot on you. Um, and that also comes, and I don't know if, if I want to consider that discouraged, like if I'm discouraged. Um, 
but with the music with regard to like music uh sometimes it is like you know oh how many how, how long is it going to take for that one you know that one song to take or what what is what is that when is that one connection gonna come through that you know what is that you know who is that person that's gonna see me and be like that's the one um like what is it gonna take um but um with the music i know it's uh i know it's it, it, it'll come with time and also um sometimes with music you know if somebody has an opinion like oh this is the hardest rapper or this and sometimes that kind of it is a little it could be discouraging but um i learned to take it and look at it as uh i, I try not to let it bother only because i know music is subjective hmm. so um everybody has their own you know taste everybody has their own um everybody's going through something different so everybody can't relate to what you're rapping about or what you're singing about so what you're going through is what you're going to you know, veer towards that this is my favorite because she relates to what I'm going through in life. So I love that. And like in general, I just feel like sometimes answering the portion about like the music industry, I feel like sometimes people just like love the actual person and they don't really even care what type of music they put out. They're going to jam to it because they love the actual person. So you just have a lot of different types of fans. Yeah. And, it's not, I don't think it's a girl. Because <laughs> it's like some people that I just am, and this is not to knock anybody, but I've seen you and I've seen your work ethic. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some people that are on, they're, they don't have the it factor like you do. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's like one of those things to where I know that your time is coming and I can't, I can, I could see why it would kind of make you be like, when is my time coming? Cause it's just like, yeah. Cause I, I see what they got going on around here and I can't understand why, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I'm just like, <laughs> him, her, that. <laughs> so yeah. I'd be like, what is it? What is this? Um, but it's, it's like one of those things. So I totally get from that aspect. But sometimes, like I said, it isn't like it's it's more fandom than anything. It's more like I'm actually a fan of this person as a human more than I am their music. But, you know, in the offset of that, it's it's literally because I like this person. I stream their music, not because I love it, but I stream it. Yeah. But um, I, I absolutely I feel like you just real spot on today. That um, maybe it, it's not discouraged, um, but whatever this kind of feeling is, I, I don't remember the exact word that you said, but I know that sometimes I be in my head about going, going back to like trying to have thick skin, even about, you know, my parents and what they say about what I'm doing and blah, blah, blah. I feel like some days when it's too quiet, I let that get in my head and be like, you know, maybe they are right. Maybe I am chasing a dream. That's kind of, that doesn't seem as real as I thought it did in my youth. And, and now that I have a child, I probably want to start waking up now. You know what I'm saying? I start thinking like that, but then I be having to look at my resume. I be pulling that mug out. Man, the best thing I could ever did was make my press kit. Because okay. that started, anytime I was really start getting discouraged, I started looking at all the stuff that I've really done. And I be like, if not me, then who? <laughs> Help me figure it out. 
because <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. If not me, then who? Because I'm, it's me. <laughs> Hello, it's me. And so, like, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe discouraged isn't the word, but definitely something. I do. I, I appreciate that answer for real. Um, that was a two-part question. Let's see the second part. Um, what are some of the things that kind of come into your mind about either being a musician or being a parent that make you say, and I'm talking specifics now because I know we said generally, okay. but specifics, what are some of the thoughts that you have that kind of make you say, hmm, maybe... Maybe I gotta do a little different. Maybe, maybe what I'm doing right now ain't serving me like I thought it was. Um, uh, well, when it comes to like the music, um, like I said, like, uh, like I said, music is subjective. So some of the things that might make me feel like, okay, maybe this is not it. Uh, right now I'm in a space where I completely do not feel like I don't, I don't get discouraged, feel like it's not it. Um, it's more so of like uh, the time, like when is it my time? Like I know my time is near, but it's like when is it gonna be my time? Um, but not necessarily like uh, feeling discouraged about it. Um, I, I feel like the only thing that is discouraging, but it's not really, it's encouraging at the same time is when they'll say who their favorite artist is. But like, like from there, the thing that I tell myself is I'm here to empower women. I know that every time I do something, I get feedback from women saying like, oh, you made me feel this way. Or now I feel like I can stand up to X, Y, and Z. Or now I have a voice for myself. And that's my whole objective is to make sure, you know, the things that women can't say or don't feel comfortable saying or don't, you know, feel like they have to be super submissive and submissive, make themselves super submissive and mm -hmm. they way down for someone. It's like, you don't have to be that girl. Like you can have a voice, you can have, you know, you can stand up on what you believe in. You don't have to be hushed or quiet. Like, you don't have to quiet yourself to please someone else. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to tiptoe. Um, and you don't have to give up your dreams for somebody else's uh, enjoyment or because that's not what they want you to do. And so this ties into what you just said. Like, um, you shouldn't feel like, oh, well, maybe they're right. I should give up. You had that vision. You had that dream. Mm -hmm. Because you you can only see how big you want yourself to be. They can't see how big you want to be because they don't they don't feel exactly. like they can't feel the passion that you have for something. Um, like if you have a passion for something, only you can feel that passion because that passion was instilled in you. That creativity was instilled in you. That drive and that that dream was given to you. So only you could feel where that dream is going to go. And only you see the finish line before the finish line comes. Hmm. You can see that because it's not their dream. It's yours. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Stess is preaching today. Okay. She didn't know she was going to have to, but she did. She <laughs> came with the words of wisdom. I think you said a lot just then. And I think that everybody who really is ambitious about something, something that that really matters to them, they have to practice patience a lot more than anybody else around them. And I feel that everybody has that test of patience, everybody. And, it, and it's so difficult because like when you know you're being tested on patience, all you have is like this feeling like lingering over you. Like it ain't nothing I can do right now, but wait. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, 
girl, you could calm down. Like, I know I have to wait, but why does it have to feel like this? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I definitely under, let me tell you, that is not a fe feeling that I'm not familiar with. I feel like I'm right there right now. Like just with my show, like, I'm just like, what the, what the fuck? like, I can't find any help to help me get this machine going. And I have to be patient on that because it's not like I'm just willing to give my show to anybody and let them do anything with it. Um, and then it's like, I have to be patient on when this action, when I actually do get help mm -hmm. waiting to watch it work because I have this thing really bad to where if I'm trying to scale in three months and it takes six, I'm probably in that, by that third month, mm -hmm. I have probably planned myself out of this. Yeah. So. Patience is everything, like you yeah, said. It is. It is. it is. And you're doing it. So, like, you know, I see where your show is going. Like, when you first, you know, hit me up about doing it, it's like, girl, I don't want to talk about next week. I'm talking about, you know, I'm booking you out because, you know, you're setting it up. You're being strategic about it. It's all about strategy. You sat back and um, you've been doing it. It's not like you just started yesterday. So, like, you've done it. You've seen how you ran it. And then you were like, okay, I know where I can fill it in. And, Pipe it up a little bit more, and that's all you can do is keep piping up every time. And and to me, it's just like even with the switch, like I said, I promise y'all, this is it's all goes together. Even with the switch of me going from just Dallas women to actually hitting my hitting my network of women that I know are doing some really empowering things, and even more than that, saying that I'm not just gonna have women anymore because. There are a lot of men that contact me every single day and say, say, like, I got something to say. And like, I like the way that you put that. Yeah. So just even switching from there, um, it shows me that just by being consistent and staying down, like that, I have to still exercise patience. And it doesn't matter what stage that I'm in, that I always have to have to stay patient and do what I got to do to get where I want to go. And and part of that is being extremely vulnerable. And I don't mind that because I feel like when I be doing that, it be allowing y'all to do that. So with me telling my truth, that's yes, yeah, shit. Sometimes I do get discouraged like that. What you said actually helped me because it's like maybe I am looking at it the wrong way. Yeah. Like maybe I am looking at it as something to be discouraged about instead of something to tell me like I'm actually doing the things that I need to do. I just need to pull back for a minute and realize that this is still going to take time. This isn't an overnight thing, which is what we'll be talking about next week. So y'all make sure y'all tune into the show with Ashley Woodard. Or, or excuse me, her name is Hunt now. Yeah, there you go. We're going to be talking about that. So y'all tune into that. But um, last thing, or one of the last things is, how do you manage life balance? Uh, cal calendar. A calendar helps everything. Um, but life balance, I make sure to make time for what's important for me also. So you know, uh, we spoke a lot about the kids, but that's my number one priority. So as long as I got them, <laughs> then everything else kind of just works its way around it. And I can build off of that. So like, I know what weekends I want to plan to do things with my kids. I know what weekend I'm going to have my kids. I know what weekend I'm not going to have my kids. And I know how to plan accordingly. Like, okay, so because mm -hmm. I'm going to have them this weekend, we're going to make sure we go out of town this weekend, make it a trip, you know, make sure I, you know, hit my P's and Q's because I have to make sure I'm still active while maintaining maintaining their family home life as well um, mm -hmm. as my uh, friendships and just making it all come together into one of everything that I'm trying to do. <laughs> um, I don't know if you got that balance, but you know, that's kind of what it is. 
Listen, so I feel like I live and die by calendars and timers and alarms and all types of stuff like that. Um, but to be as transparent as possible, um, when I ask her, hmm. <laughs> she said, <"Huh." laughs> okay, I'm gonna see with you, girl. Because <laughs> I'm gonna say this. Okay, let me hear it. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. I have struggled with life balance in the aspects of like having a partner. Mm. So uh, we're going there. Yeah, we have to go there because it all uh, that's part of doing what you got to do, and that's part of life balance. Okay. So, <laughs> listen, because you know what, maybe my truth may not be your truth, and maybe we can help each other grow right here, right now. I feel like in everybody that's new here. Um, I have been going through a breakup and that's what inspired me to start, um, to start my personal inventory journey. And what is personal inventory briefly? That just means that I'm taking accountability for everything that has happened in my life because things don't happen to you. They happen because of you, you make a conscious decision because you make a conscious decision. There is an outcome. So as I'm doing all of these things, doing the inner work to see where I actually played a role in the outcome of this relationship, I realized that I didn't fully hear him when he was saying that, hey, you need to make time for me. I thought that what I was giving him was enough, mm-hmm. um, especially because I was feeling like it was all I had in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I'm... Maybe then I maybe I'm on this island by myself, but I feel like I don't know. How do you balance that? Like, how do you balance a new relationship where you're not trying to just throw this man into your family structure, but you also right. want to see what he's like in the family structure, but you also need to bet him, but it's like all these things, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think first of all, we're understanding um that that's the first thing, like him understanding where you're coming from. Um, you guys both understanding like your personal goals, where you see the relationship going, I think is important. Um, and also I think him, him respecting your boundaries also. So like, these are my boundaries with regards to the relationship, but also, like I mentioned, you make time, you make time for what you can and what you want to make time for. Now, um, my current relationship, like I don't, I, right now I don't, I, I don't introduce the kids too early because it's, it's too early on for all of that. But you make time for it. So, like, my, my lifestyle is kind of busy a little bit. Like, I'm always kind of all over the place. And the the days that I have off, it's like, okay, we could plan a date night on, you know, the days that I have off or when the kids are gone or when I'm doing a show or if I'm in the studio, I'm shooting a video, whatever, pull up, you know, he's there at those times when it's because it's so busy. It's like, as long as your partner is supporting you and supportive of what you're doing, then that, that's great. Um, also, but it, it's all about your... Um, support system as well so like it's hard um I, I see people do it but like everybody's different luckily i have a family that can i could divvy off you know can you take this week and then maybe next mm-hmm. week in a few hours and it's and it's, it's it's great that i have that support system and i know that not everybody has it um i know that there's babysitters i know people don't want to mm-hmm. i don't know if you feel comfortable going to care or using mm-hmm. that service but you know those are 
I don't know, I'm a little skeptical with that, but you know, I know people do it and they're able to do it. Like I know married couples who have to use care because they have no family, but they still want to make date nights important or, you know, make time for each other without always having to involve their children into what they're doing. Because it's important to have that time. But then there's also things you can do to accommodate that. Like why we can't be on, we, we have FaceTime nowadays, so you can FaceTime with your boo. You can see what I'm doing. We can do virtual, you know, we've been virtual. Yeah. Like, like work with my schedule here, buddy. <laughs> work with my yeah, okay. So that's what I be thinking, but sometimes I be like, Am I am I asking too much? Like, hmm, girl, we can go there all day. Let me stay. Yeah. Let me let me let me let me stay one There's time, there's time you can make. Um, like a lot of times I have made myself seem so unavailable to people that's because I didn't want to be available until there's somebody who was worth giving them some time and so it's like okay let's make some time for you because you're showing worthiness but if you're not showing worthiness if you're not even showing that you're gonna meet me 50 50 then we don't need to meet each other 50 50 we don't need to meet each other 25 10 5 6 nothing <laughs> don't call me and I won't call you hello <laughs> I like that she said don't call me I won't call you don't call me unless I'm still for you thank you but yeah I, I look at it like that like you would truly make time for somebody that you really care to make time for and I think setting those expectations like I know we get those passes but I think um, date nights are important so maybe yeah. we have a Wednesday schedule where we do our Wednesday date night or maybe you know, something to accommodate when it's not like we're not going to be out all night. We can't be out all night because, like, of course, you know, the kids or whatever. But mm -hmm. we want to spend some hours together. Those hours are important. That little bit of time is important. Mm -hmm. um, being creative, like, you know, being busy or on the go. It's like, let's do like a, a virtual cooking thing together. Let's cook something. Um, you know, the, yeah. good day, nice. God, I'll be corny. You know, yeah. I'll be thinking like that. <laughs> Together, or uh, let's play a game. Let's do something like you know, get in, like getting in, like little intimate little games, cute little games. You know, something that's not like if you don't want him in your space, he can't come in your space, or you can't mm -hmm. be in your space at the moment because you know of you know everything you have going on be creative it's like let's create let's do something creative. let's spice it up a little bit even though we can't maybe send something to the house like you can still send me food buddy you know there's uber doordash we can, we can eat together oh ding dong they don't get it they don't get it sister they don't get it Tom, you go get your nails done you know i see you got your nails done you go get your nails done you can come too you like pedicures Girl, okay, let me let me let me drink bring this all together because I've been drinking. Um any advice to anybody? Um just tell them like how they gotta do what they gotta do. Just any last words. Do what you gotta do, do what feels right in your heart, go for what you love, never second guess if you're good enough. Because if you had a vision of something, then you are worthy of that vision because you've seen it. And now it's about putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Um, if it doesn't work the first time, it doesn't feel right. Take that back. Analyze what you did. Look at it in the long view and figure out how to attack it the second time. Don't give up. Hello. I like that. That's me. You don't make this interview easy. I feel like, what? Did that free me from something? I believe so. Okay. 
y'all okay so y'all know we too one of my favorite parts of the show i feel like every part is my favorite part of the show i feel like i say that every week but you know anyways we are to the wind down so first things first we gonna get the wine for story time Okay. So story time is where I will read what somebody submitted and we will solicit our advice. You'll go first. So there's no confusion. Okay. Here we go. Dear Savon, I hate my job, but I love the money I'm making. I find myself torn bet between staying for the pay or leaving for my passion. I'm a single parent of two of the sweetest little girls. So I'm scared to try my passion at the expense of their security. But this job is burning me out. What should I do? Wow, that is the craziest story that I. This <laughs> is so crazy because I was at that point. Um, mm. but I think um, because uh, <laughs> I don't want to risk it all tonight. But um, I think the thing, uh, the thing about it, uh, with what advice I would give. If you're making good money at that job, don't let it go. Uh, never, you never quit a job when you don't have a job. So you have that job, you bring the income, invest it into your passion, grow your passion, quit that job, and then take off. When you take off, though, keep collecting that money because you never have enough money. But mm -hmm. also, even if it's 30 minutes of your day when you're putting it into your passion, at least put 30 minutes into yourself every single day. Mm -hmm. Give your job probably eight, nine hours. At least invest 30 minutes into yourself every day um, until you feel comfortable in quitting that job. Like, don't just take that. I wouldn't suggest taking that leap of faith. I would say, you know, use what you have to put into what you want. I love that answer because that's definitely part one to my answer. So anytime that my friends have asked me, like, what should I do along those lines? I always ask them in rebuttal is, do you have fuck you money? And what is fuck you money? Fuck you money is, fuck you, I can leave this job. I don't need it. Yes. And so if you don't have fuck you money, because sometimes you have be quiet money. Yeah. And sometimes you have, hey, watch your mouth money. <laughs> but you need fuck you money. Yeah. To be able to quit a job. Yeah. And if you don't have that saved from your job, and then you need to be making fuck you money in this second source of income. Because, mm -hmm. um, excuse me, or in your passion. Because if you have it in your passion, then that's when you can say fuck you. But if yeah. that's not what you're making, then you need to, then you probably have be quiet money. And that's probably your suggestion to yourself is to be quiet and go ahead and accept that real quick. Until you have that that fuck you income, because cash flow is king at the end of the day. Yeah. And if you don't have a cash flow, it's gonna be real difficult for that shit. Let me tell you. Hey, I wish I had a bell. What is this? <laughs> hey, let me tell you real quick. I have been an entrepreneur for. I was an entrepreneur full time five years, and every one of those years, I was very. I never honestly knew how I was going to make it because you never do know. Like you just never know. That's what entrepreneurship is. If that's what you're looking to get into is your passion is, uh, um, you know, like some sort of entrepreneurship. You don't ever know. Like t today is always a new day and anything that could happen. Like one day you could be on top. 
with like a few extra bands in your in your pocket. And then before you know it, you're out of like five, six bands just off of some mistake that you made or somebody else made. You never know. So um girl, get you some fuck you money first. I'm telling you. I'm and you'll know what it is. I'm telling you. Okay. You know how people say, oh, when I hit the lottery, I'm gonna quit that. That's that fuck you money. <laughs> Until you got that, and you gotta have that drive. If you don't have drive, but you just feel like, oh, I just hate it here, but I'm just gonna quit. And I think I'm gonna just be a model. But you already don't have that model drive or mindset to know that you're gonna go full throttle. Don't. Or even on top of that, like, do you even have a, a photo of you taken? Like, some sometimes we want to move too fast, and we want to say fuck you to things that we really should be thankful for to, and, and just to get our feet wet with some shit. Yeah. Like, excuse me, honestly, like I had like this job when I was coming out of like coming out of my senior year in college and I did not like it. I didn't love it. And it was my, it was, I had that job to supplement my income on entrepreneurship because mind you, entrepreneurship is a journey. And like I said, there are ebbs and flows. I'm not lying to you. When I had to go get that job, that was humbling anyways. So I was in there knowing that I was making the same amount like I could literally, I was making the same amount on the side as I was at that job, but I knew I still needed that job to supplement my income to make sure that they didn't repossess the car. And so it was one of those things to where I said, you know, I'm here for a reason. This is probably teaching me something. And it did. And it ended up teaching me how to run my business better. It ended up teaching me how to, um, how to talk with people better and collaborate with people. I met some of the best people at that job just by being there and being present and accepting it for what it was. So maybe you just need to change your mindset as well as this ain't this ain't a bad thing. This is actually something that's going to help you get to your next position. Because if you're, baby, I want to let you know right now, and then I'm going to get off you, is that, Stassi, how long have you been rapping? That's been around 15, 16, 17 years, something like that. You see? <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, no, it, for nobody, it, it was overnight. So if you think you're going to be real cute, leave a job and think it's going to come overnight, it's not. Um, Some of my favorite guests that were on this show, not an overnight thing. So if you're not already putting in the work and you not, like, if you know for a fact that if you left that job, you, you like, you would be struggling. Mm-hmm. You need to stay. You need to stay. Just swallow that pride and stay and realize that that fuck you money is something you're going to need. I'm telling you, that fuck you capital. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Y'all right into my show and you ask me for my advice. If you don't want my advice, I can't understand why you were right into my show. It's my show. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. All right, so this next part of the show is called What Are You Drinking? So what are you drinking, Miss Ma'am? Oh, so I have a nice little, I was drinking a nice little Moscato. Yeah, I love some little lights, white wine. I prefer red Merlot, but it's okay. I, I did white tonight, you know. Had a long, a rough night last night, so we got to take it easy. Listen, <laughs> I totally understand. Um, so we'll get into what I'm drinking and it's a combination of this. I just want y'all to know, I know that my drink looks a little different right now, but, um, I was running low on all of my liquor. So, um, 
And there's that. I had to supplement with juice. But y'all, here's what I'm drinking. Our wine of the day today is Stella Rosa Moscato Diasti. It's a semi-sweet, semi-sparkling wine. Its flavor profile is peach, apricot, and honey. It won a gold medal in the Los Angeles International Wine Convention. It pairs well with fresh fruit, chicken alfredo pizza, and cheesecake. You can purchase this at Walmart for around 10 bucks. Enjoy. All right, y'all. That's what I'm drinking on. I had to I had to mix it a little bit with some orange juice and some um I ain't gonna lie, it's tequila in it, but you know, that's my business. Girl, I need to eat that little mixture right there. No, for real. So I put like this is a tequila sunrise essentially, but I always add wine to it. And once you do it, you'll understand why I do it. Cause I'm tired of getting judged on my show. No, no, I am not judging because I should have poured that into my drink because I'm thinking, oh, okay, she's trying to do wine. Let me try to be classy and get some wine. But I'm a tequila girl, but I'm like, you know, it's a Wednesday. We just went hard Tuesday. We're going to chill. Girl, mm -mm. I'm going to sneak some in there every time. <laughs> what? Mm -mm. Girl, I need to get to the truth. <laughs> Period. Okay, so now we are to let that shit go. And let that shit go was the part of the show where we have to let go of something that no longer serves us. So tell me, what are you letting go of today? Uh, today, I'm going to let go of anything that uh, is holding me back. So whether that's a horrible attitude, whether that's, uh, whether that's negative thoughts towards me, anything negative in the mind is being let go. Let that shit go because I cannot move forward without putting the negative in the dead behind. And listen, y'all, I have had some things happen to me since the last time we was here with J. Cruz. Okay? I'm talking about life done hit me quick with the one-two punch, huh? Yeah. So, what I'm going to let go of today Yeah, hold on. I'm not gonna cry this time though. Uh -huh, hold on, we're not crying today. Yeah, girl. The past three, the past three, I done really cried. But this today, I want to let go of. I know that I'm doing a lot of personal inventory, and a lot of stuff I do take. Um, and in this whole journey, I have been really taking taking it in that some of the things that have happened to me is what I I, I let happen to me mm -hmm. because I, I could have chosen different, but I chose to go the route that I did. And so now I feel like I'm in a place to where I have to let that go. Yes. I've accepted that that was my role, but I'm, I'm ready to make a new agreement with myself that says, yes, that was a part of my life that did happen and transpire exactly the way that it was supposed to, to let me learn a lesson. But now it's time for me to let that part go because it just doesn't serve me anymore. I've learned from it. I've grown from it. That's the lesson that I don't need to relearn. If I get a pop quiz on it, I'm going to pass it because it just doesn't serve me anymore. So I got to let go of thinking that I have to hold on to the parts that I messed up on. It's okay. Life's a journey. I did it. It's something that I did. It's time for it to leave me. It doesn't serve me anymore. 
Well, we're gonna let that go. We're gonna let it go. And also, this next thing, the blame is not always on you either. So like whatever you yeah. How long you like? Yeah, I, I played a part, but also you couldn't meet me halfway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so that's the that's what I'm learning now is that yes, I did play a role. I did see that red flag, and I thought that we were supposed to be on the playground, but no, that was a red flag. You showed me that that was something that you did. I decided not to take take you up on that red flag right there. So that's the part that I'll accept. However, I know that's you. I do know that that is true for you. And so that's something you gonna have to sleep with at, at night, but I don't have to hold on to that no more. Like that don't it don't belong to me. Yeah. Like, and I'm good now. Like I'm I'm like better, you know. It took a week, you know. I cried a lot and in between times like, I don't look like it, <laughs> that girl. But <laughs> you know, yeah, really getting over it. I'm I'm feeling good. So you know, if you let that shit go, then you have to drink to that. And I'll drink to that is the part of the show where we celebrate something about you. So what are we celebrating about you tonight? Uh, we are celebrating to many more uh, shows, big EP release coming soon. I'll be in Dallas this weekend also, by the way. Wow, why is this always like this? Like, it's the second time that this has happened. Girl, I'm going to East Texas. I can't believe this. Like the last time you were here, where was I? I was somewhere random too. Like this is crazy. Yeah, and I don't I, ever go anywhere, which is so weird. On Saturday, but look, I mean, at least you can like send me like an itinerary of like things to do in Dallas because I'll be in Dallas and I'm like, what is going down? <laughs> girl, no, we'll do. I will. So I'm more of like a lounge girl. So yeah. I'll send you like the places that I go to like chill the vibe. Yeah. But you know, I can definitely hook you up with the hot boys that can get it popping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Please point us to the hot boys. Oh, don't point us to the hot boys. We can't be messing with the hot boys. But um like, No, I'm not saying that like that's what you're gonna be on, but I'm saying like the hot boys around here, they're gonna tell you where it's at. I'm telling you, they're gonna tell you where the hot girls go. I've been to Atlanta. I think taboo, I've been to taboo down there. It was like, you know, it was that actually was the most packed place that I've been to down there. Mm-hmm. And, um, we went to up. Is it uptown? Like, is that kind of like downtown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of hard to find ways down there. So mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a lot of different places. I'll send you some stuff. I'll send you some stuff that's in Arlington. Some in the St. Carrollton, Addison area. Um, yeah, I'll send you some stuff. So we gonna drink to that. Stats is coming down to Dallas. I'm so sad I won't be here, but we'll drink to that because my girl is on the road. She's not just but booked and busy. Booked and busy. Yeah, my yeah. life. It might. I might answer. Might not. <laughs> Period. She ain't got time for that. Y'all, what are we gonna drink to for me tonight? Um, who? What is that? Oh yes, I knew what I wanted to share. Okay, so Christmas came early, y'all. Um, I I told y'all that I was in a funk about this whole situation. So I really do believe in retail therapy, and so I went and bought me like. This was supposed to be my Christmas gift. I went and bought me a Pandora bracelet and I'm starting it and I love it. And then I bought me a Kate Spade purse that I have been wanting. And I just was like, go get that motherfucking purse and make yourself happy and dig. <laughs> is the best. Okay. I will drink to that, but I'll finish my drink. So, yeah. Listen, I have to slow down because I know it's tequila in here and I, I don't want to be knocked out on the show or slurring any more than I already am. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> But I'll drink to that. All right. So last time, how can everybody find you? 
Uh, lastly, you can find me at Stassney at S-T-A-S-S-E-N-Y, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Tidal, whatever you listen to your music on, Deezer, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever. I need some bougie and fine dances, too, if y'all want to, you know, link those in. But, you know, that's me. Find me, add me, fuck with the girl. Period. Yeah. Aka Stash Finance with another one. <laughs> yeah, y'all know, y'all heard it. Don't act new, okay? <laughs> all right, and you can find me on all social media platforms at two number sevens S E V O N on all social media platforms, okay? All right, and again, I already told y'all that I'll be at the East Texas Yamboree this weekend, so y'all make sure y'all check me out there because I will be supporting Papa's Tasty foods all right um next week we will have ashley hunt a wood aesthetics will have her on the show and we will be talking about how it doesn't come overnight and i feel like Stas really threw it to her for this week uh this week's episode really threw it to the episode because baby we just don't get to it okay you're strategic you are strategic with it Listen, okay, and that wasn't even planned, but that came out good, okay. Um, y'all make sure y'all check out the website www.illgrabthewine.com. Y'all make sure y'all check out the blog because I do have the blog out for last month's book club, which was the four agreements, and this month's book club, which is Outwitting the Devil. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I'm a little behind on the reading. And I don't even have any excuses. I've really just been tired. And so anytime I pick up the book, I think I'm going to read like a whole chapter and I end up falling asleep. So sorry, y'all. I'm going to get it together and I'm gonna still have that blog out for y'all um, by the end of the month. So we can all get into it. I'm so excited for book club. And I'm glad that y'all like book club. So make sure y'all keep sharing the link. www.illgrabthewine.com. You know that you can check I'll grab the wine out on demand anytime on all major streaming platforms and on YouTube. So, y'all, I'm so thankful, Stephanie, for you to come, girl. You really did the thing. Oh, my God. Haven't yeah. talked to you since middle school. Um, excuse me, high school. And this was like the bombest conversation to talk with. Like, it really has. It's been so long, but I'm so glad and I'm so thankful. And I know that you're going to do big things. I'm so happy for you. Proud of you. Y'all make sure y'all stream every single song that she has. Do the TikTok dances like she asked, because you can throw that ass to them songs. I'm telling you. You can. You can. I'm telling you. So get it popping. Get it cracking. And until next time, I'll grab the wine. See y'all next week.